0: Oh, yeah, especially when you've built it up as much as he had. Yeah But you know, it's always satisfying What's that? Hey there everybody <laughs> welcome back to pixel <laughs> That's right. We're always satisfying We're always we're 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 New <laughs> smooth like a we're like a Snickers bar exactly we hungry hung- have a pixel have a pixel it you know that's <laughs> that's one way is if you're if you if you it's you get all, some ramen ramen noodles mm-hmm. and you put on pixel it yep. and
1: yep we are we are the chopped green onions and hard-boiled egg that dresses up your ordinary everyday 50-cent ramen yep
0: yep i'm the chopped green I'm, onions. I'm the
1: i'm the onions Oh, Kevin's the hard-boiled. Egg.
0: Oh, oh, I, I, I thought I was the onions. No.
1: No. Oh. Wait. Am, am I? Oh, God damn it! I am the hard-boiled egg. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, fuck. Uh,
0: we're finishing off Diablo: The <laughs> Legacy of Blood. Legacy of Blood. Um, which, uh spoiler warning uh i've been i've been looking at this this super cool dude on the cover mm-hmm. this entire time mm-hmm. nobody who looks like this ever makes an appearance in the book
1: no no <laughs> this is merely this is merely the cover of uh one of the expansions to diablo 2 yeah <laughs> if that is all it is
0: <laughs> that's that's it they just threw like that that looks cool painted on the side of a van that is right. uh to, yeah, to, that's you to know to borrow it, an oops all monsters segment. Uh it is bitch and van art. Uh this
1: is indeed bitch and van art. This is <laughs> that is absolutely what it is. So uh, we got
0: one winner. Here. We got one winner here. Um <laughs> so yeah, we're we're back and we're starting with uh with chapter 16, and uh Kara finds herself
1: underneath loot Golane. Yes, she's in some sort of a labyrinth wandering around with this terrifying old man. Terrifying old man who's he is just very like unsettling. who's just like do do do, do, do evil. Yeah, <laughs> there's evil. Yeah, we heard you. it's I I don't think there's evil, there, but there might be evil. I don't think that's said, uh, but evil happened. <laughs> So All right. it's like
0: it's like you get the feeling Kara gets the feeling that things are like shifting and changing as she wanders <laughs> around yeah. and oh uh, big time and uh you know that's 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 impossible that can't happen corridors can't change
1: like that can they no it's a very it's a very tool music video kind of moment and she's just like making herself through all of these weird shifting corridors. I love the moment too because she she's like trying to use her magic to figure out how to get through there. There's this door and she's like, well that can't be it, right. you know, and she's trying to use it. and then finally she just like, well oh, fuck it and just turns the knob on the door and it opens. Right. Uh, <laughs> It it made me think I, was of the I episode.
0: Was just of, thinking about, now that you yeah, say it, I it, was like, I remember laughing when I was listening to that moment. Right, <laughs> She's just like, right. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna try it. And she just it's just She's like just gonna a, try the it's door. a regular ass at? door.
1: It's not a magic yeah, door. It, it's just it's just a door. <laughs> why not, why why are you so paranoid? It made me think of that episode of Rick and Morty, uh where where um oh fuck uh Chris Parnell's character gets dropped off in like this. Alternate reality nursing (laughs) home for guys. The daycare exactly.
0: I am leaving, and the nurse goes,
1: "That was always allowed, (laughs) right? Exactly. (laughs) That was always allowed. That's that's what the old man should have said to her. Like the door was always allowed. (laughs) It's just, it is, it is good. It is good. (laughs) It's it's a good moment. It's a nice moment. Uh, she, you know, she, but she does finally come. You know, she. Opens that door, ends up at a blank wall. She's opening one door after the other. And she's just being taken in these impossible circles. Like, she's ca- like keeping track of the angles. And it doesn't make sense. Like, it's impossible that she and, would be turning and, where she And is. this
0: guy, who they're identifying as horizontal, Um because... Right. Why not? It's uh, Why not? it's it, oh, Horizon is is still alive somehow. We've accepted right. that, right? At this point, the right Kara has accepted that this is Horizon. Um, this is Horizon. And, I'm and, in a, I'm
1: in an impossible maze. Sure,
0: it's like she's so she's in an impossible maze, and Horizon is at this point written with the characterization of like the Mad Hatter from Alice in Wonderland. Yes,
1: yes very much so. <laughs> very much so. <laughs> But like, you do really expect him to start doing the weird wordplay. It's like, if I'm upside down, why aren't you upside down too? Then that must make you right side up, or I'm right side up and you're up. It's just like, oh god, just, I've gone Just sh- side. Shut
0: up. Shut up. Shut, shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Jesus.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just shut, up. shut up. I just like santa You
0: know what? I mean, Lewis Carroll, you did, I guess you did some stuff, but like I just want to reach through the pages sometimes in alice in wonderland and just slap the shit out of you because yeah i'm i'm talking a full full full-fledged will smith like like (laughs) keep keep these words out of my goddamn book (laughs) this will be
1: this will be our only reference to that this will be our
0: (laughs) only reference we are no longer making references to that uh by the time as far
1: as pixel is concerned it never happened by the time this episode comes
0: out 90 percent of you will have forgotten that it happened
1: By the time this episode comes out, Will Smith will have like you know, attempted to murder the president or something like that.
0: (laughs) Either one of two things will happen. Uh that or he and Chris Rock will star in a commercial together, um, uh where they they make fun of it.
1: Right. Right. They they make the reference like like Mazda just offers them <laughs> too much money. I, I don't know, man. It wasn't going to be Ford. Let's face facts. It's they don't, Mazda, they don't or it's like an insurance and
0: company, or right, or, somebody. Or, or or Snickers. It's like
1: it's right. like you know,
0: like when you when you
1: you're not yourself. You're not yourself. You're yeah, they're gonna they're gonna someone is going to drive a literal dump truck of money to their house and say, please, oh please, oh please, do this uh and yeah that's gonna work out real well for everybody involved uh chris chris rock's great 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 grandkids are gonna go to ivy league college just because of that commercial yeah
0: yeah and um meanwhile uh meanwhile <laughs> yeah she the-
1: finds she, she
0: what's that oh oh yeah no she finds you're you're continuing on with the Kara and horizontal oh, stuff yes. yes
1: yeah yeah she 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 finds she, speaking of Mad Hatter bullshit, she does indeed find Horizon eating at this fully, you know, this beautiful spread on a table. Uh the it, it looks wonderful, except the whole thing is, is, is completely upside down. She's the only part of the room uh that isn't upside Staircases down. Staircases are
0: upside down, doors are upside right. down. Um just like the Snickers bars are upside The, the Snickers down. bars are glued to the ceiling they're These not actually snickers. upside down they're, they're glued to the ceiling us. and you're uh, right,
1: you're right. That, that's the only part that he couldn't quite get right he couldn't
0: quite get right he's like just,
1: that actually is super glue that's super glue sorry. everything
0: that's, else is magic um, everything
1: else is totally magic i don't know why snickers is immune to my particular form of chicanery <laughs> but there it is so,
0: horizon <laughs> orders the girl to sit and eat right Okay. Meanwhile. Meanwhile, <laughs> Horizon is an Italian uh mother-in-law. Uh, he
1: so is. He's like, you're not eating enough. <laughs> you're not eating enough. You're so thin. You're so skinny. <laughs> uh
0: meanwhile, out in the desert, um uh Malevolent and Zazak are up to no good. They're outside of Luca Lane they and they wanna they just wanna fuck some shit up.
1: They are ready. Yeah, they're they're hanging out at, at Luke Galane with an army of demons. Zagzax is like kind of cagey and nervous. It's not really clear why. Uh, and they're just sitting around and a patrol starts heading towards them and they just fucking massacre them with these magic flaming arrows. And then in true bad guy fashion, allow one of them to escape so he can tell the others. <laughs> uh, tell the others you know, of what has Tell happened the others here. that Wu Tang ain't nothing to fuck with. Yeah. And that's, <laughs> that's what they're there for. But then they just charge. They just, a, a, just start attacking the city. Uh, they've got one order. The demons have one order, bring malevolent the man in the armor and everybody else is disposable. And it's looking pretty good for Luke Gallen at first because the archers are shooting down; they're knocking them all down. Yep. They're, they're, you know, this city has stood for generations for a reason. Uh, the demons are going down, and then all of these, uh, you know, they they get cocky, they throw down the drawbridge, they charge out on their horses, and that's when all the demons boop, pop back up and just slaughter yep. all of the guys. Uh, it's a, it's kind of embarrassing. It I think is, we all it, it is that.
0: an embarrassing battle. For, yeah. for, the Luke for, the, for the golanians
1: for the galanians Go- for the
0: lutanians of gold what is for the what LGs. is for the, LGs. for the LGs
1: for the LGs
0: for the LGs who keep it real
1: <laughs> 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 so
0: we're off to the next chapter in Noric and uh and we're in chapter 17 Norik and galeon are just yep. chilling they're they're chilling and
1: uh <sighs> What and they, they do hear the violence, of yeah, the, they're they're, the they're close the, yeah. They're
0: hearing the bloodshed, yeah. They're hearing the violence and the bloodshed. Um, and they are also looking for the now they are looking for the uh the tomb of horror. Well, it's the tomb of horizon or it's the ancient. Yeah. Uh, what is it? What is the other name for it? The sanctum, the sanctum, the arcane sanctum yeah. or something like that the arcane sanctum, which is, is referred is, yeah. to as the tune of tomb of horizon. It's, it's like back and
1: forth, but yeah, it's kind of interchangeable. It's kind of interchangeable at this point. Yeah. Um, this is, this is a great moment too, because galley, this is where it, it, they really just, you've probably suspected at this point that Galliona is not really all that capable. She is probably the least successful of all the people we've followed so far, but this is where like, she really should you just, honey, please. We need to stop. Yeah. (laughs) She's,
0: she's like, I'm totally in control of this situation. And she is, she has not exhibited a single ounce of being in control of the situation since page one,
1: (laughs) none, none whatsoever. Like she's trying to use the, she's using the, the feminine charms thing. And it's like, she's laying she like they they teleport into a room that's full of statues that are just like in the dream that he had earlier right and she like she's she she lays it on really thick like she kisses him and immediately norik starts thinking i'm gonna get rid of her pretty fucking yeah that's fast. She's like a, this same she's
0: a little <laughs> clingy well a little, yeah, a little this, cling wrap um she's
1: she's yeah she's a little she's yeah don't stick your dick in crazy that's that's the feeling he's getting right yeah now. they find
0: a uh they find a coffin um and there's yes. nothing actually in it no they think the no. horizon's body should be in there whoops no, no it's not no nope. not there no nope. um and uh yeah that so yeah, what, they, what would he, you it's... say happens next would you say what? the building attacks them or (laughs) it's,
1: it's weird. This is, this is actually the point in the book where we get a lot, we start to get a lot of magic from here on out and it can be very wishy washy. And I don't know about you, but I had to reread several sections from here on out uh, that weren't always clear. So, so yeah, he has this dagger that he's been using and he, and he, is convinced he says you know the wrong markings are on this coffin none of this is real uh he thinks the statue you know the statue faces are what the bartuk inside of him kind of remembers but they don't at the same time and so right basically he starts like trying to cut through the illusion yeah uh and 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 by the way Gallion is getting a little snappy
0: yeah here she's she is snipping and snapping at his heels
1: yeah she's yeah, she's she's really playing backseat driver a little too hard yeah. for my tastes. Yeah. At, uh,
0: and so the this this dagger basically cuts through the coffin as if the coffin yeah, is not the there. reality. So yeah. basically it'd be like, oh, none of this is actually here. What we're thinking no. is here isn't here. It's a projection right. of what it's a projection of what I guess Bartuk would have imagined his brother's tomb to look like. That's not I explicitly so. said anywhere. That's not. Ex- no, but but I think that's kind of what it was hinting was that it's basically just showing and be like, oh, yeah, it's totally the tomb of Harzon. This is what it would look like. And I'd be like, no, it's it's not even that's not the room they're in is barren. There's nothing there. <laughs>
1: right. That's that's essentially how I took it too. Yeah. Uh, it. And, and when this happens, when it becomes clear that he's not buying it uh, everything starts to go to hell. Like the, the room starts to shift and shape shift and, and shape there's,
0: there's hallways and there's not a hallway. And then it's,
1: it's what's the, who's the, uh, it's a, it's a, it's like an Ansel Adams drawing. And M- or, uh, MC uh, Escher. MC Escher. What am I thinking of MC Escher? Yeah. yeah. It's an Escher drawing and every, yeah, the stairs are up on the ceiling and then they're down here and everything's shifting around. He gets knocked over and he's trying to get back up again um yeah he's the armor's fucking he's like him.
0: falling off of a cliff or
1: something right right yeah he's he's falling a lot for some reason <laughs> and, and Gallione, of course just like she's like all of 10 minutes she's like oh,
0: you know what i'm out i'm done yeah I, I am actually finally making the right decision here and i'm leaving right and right. like and she she gets summarily um uh So she gets rewarded with her only smart decision for the entire book. Yeah. By getting uh, roasted from the inside out.
1: Yeah. She she just like it's it's yeah, she she just says, fuck off and leaves him. And the armor is just desperate for revenge and just and blows her up, blows her up. Like, just like you said, from the inside out, she basically disintegrates. Yeah. And it's it's very unceremonious. She's just gone.
0: Yeah. It, it For a main character, for a point of view character, it's it was yeah. actually a little jarring for her to just be like it was literally two sentences. It was like right. and then she was gone. And, it and was like, then she's that's a picture wrap on Galeona. Um. Right.
1: Just like that. <laughs> just like that. It's it's pretty abrupt. And it's yeah. like
0: it's like and this is one of my criticisms is like Kara, if you're going to have her as a point of view character, then mm-hmm. I, I believe point of view characters should have some sort of an arc. Right. She doesn't have Something. an arc. She just has a no. I want the armor. All she does is yeah, change her who she's affiliated with over the course of the book. Right. But and we don't really even do. We ever even find out why she wants it. No, she yeah. just wants it to be in control of it and rule the world. Maybe so. Yeah, so which, for, which to be
1: fair, is everybody, which is everybody in
0: this book wants that. Yeah, but Galliona is somewhat. um, And this is probably going to be some of my harshest criticism for the book. Galliona has okay. is is a 2D character who is written with that it, basically all she is is like a sex pot sorcerer who uses yeah. her feminine wiles to control men has no and has zero change from what she believes from beginning to from her first page to the she wants the armor it's only a superficial change in like she wants to do it It's not like she changes her mind. She like sees the horrors that the armor could rot and like changes her mind. And like she basically just tries to leave out of self preservation because it's gotten to be too. It's like this is too much effort. Is too hairy, yeah. And then and then she gets evaporated for it. So
1: yeah,
0: uh, it's kind of like a bummer for 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 her to have like. And that's why I was jar. It was jarring when she died. Be like, oh, okay. So we're just killing a character out a primary character whose arc is not even developed. Right. Uh, That was kind of my, my takeaway from that.
1: And it it is, I I don't disagree. And it isn't, um, it isn't like a end of season one of game of Thrones kind of jarring. She just, she just wasn't given much more than a trope. She's just a trope for all intents and purposes. She's the seductress witch, yep. um, and that's really all she exists to do. So as we've spoken of before, as we've gone with this book, um, there's a lot of setup here. And so uh, a lot this of is a lot of setup. And this is our first moment where something concludes very definitely. And it, uh, and it just just uh, didn't quite hit the mark on. this. Yeah,
0: one. there's no payoff to any of the setup with Galliona. No um no so, no i agree other than she becomes so. another piece of cannon fodder for the armor to kill
1: pretty much uh yeah pretty much <laughs> the only difference she's our, between, she's our yeah the only difference between first her main character yeah, who dies. first
0: main character to die um yeah uh, so yeah that happens um so basically the scene ends and we get a playback of that scene from a different point of view now we start this. we start seeing yeah. a version of this scene from the point of view of um of Kara and the man we're calling Horizon right um, right right they, they're basically looking at it through a portal uh or something uh and and they witness the same beats up to Galeona uh getting killed
1: right and and it's uh it's interesting she starts Kara starts to realize that this sanctum this arcane sanctum that they're in is like this impossible pocket universe yeah uh that he's created here everything is self-contained um she's begging horizon to stop the armor uh and uh, and and horizon doesn't seem to care but the sanctum itself does respond and gives her this vision of what we see in the previous section right um she starts to see all of this and uh and you know it, everything goes down so chaos goes down she sees it all happen and then she sees Norick battling for control with the armor um which tells her uh she she tries to plead with horizon saying the evil's in the armor not in this man let's try to spare right. the man and and end the curse um, and then kind of asks this pointed question because horizon doesn't seem terribly interested and uh, asks this pointed question of like, is, are you, is horizon just as bad as his brother? Cause he's about ready to just blow them all up. Um, and again, the sanctum hears her and basically allows her to reach out and she gets to enter the domain to hopefully right. help Norik in this moment.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, so basically, uh, we pick up in the, um, in the next chapter in chapter 18 and yeah, Newark's
1: still falling, yeah. <laughs> still falling. It, it kind of feels like it's like, um, I, t- I remember, I remember when I was, I lived up North, I lived in Pennsylvania and, and the snow in Western PA up in the mountains yeah. can get pretty bad. Yeah. And uh, and my ex, we were walking in the door uh, from the dorms and we hit this patch of ice and I caught myself pretty quick. And she began to slide one way and then readjusted and started <laughs> sliding the other way and then started. To, and she basically fell for what felt like four minutes. Just she fell forever because every time she readjusted, she started following in that direction. And I, I, she hated me for a very long time. I'm convinced we broke up because of deep down because of that. I couldn't stop laughing. I couldn't stop laughing. I, I earned it. I, I admit it, you know, but I think of that when I think of this, he is just kind of perpetually falling. And, uh, and then finally Kara like reaches out and boom catches him him
0: and pulls him up. Yeah. Uh, pulls him up and is like all right well let's let's figure this out let's let's work together right. and she he's he's like well who are you and she goes uh she goes i'm a follower of rathma and he's like <gasps> he he gets he get, there's like a moment where he's taken aback by the fact yeah. that uh, she's a necromancer and then immediately moves on because he's like uh, no, I, I probably shouldn't get too pissy about like her being a necromancer, giving all right. the other bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like,
1: I'm, yeah I'm gonna... He's like, I don't know if I have much of a leg to stand on here. Uh, <laughs> but they do. They basically take a minute to get each other up to speed uh, with everything that's happened on their side of things. Like he's sharing memories with Bartu. She's been seeing him in visions. Uh, and they need Horizon to remove the armor, essentially. Right. And, and uh, so they're having a nice big conversation. And uh, while that happens, while they're talking, uh, who appears? Zazax. Zazax! <laughs> Your and my favorite praying mantis. Um, from yeah,
0: our favorite praying mantis. Um, basically, uh, he he tries to kill Norik. Uh Yeah. Kara pushes Norik out of the way because she's she's the only hero in this book. She's she's the only good person here. And (laughs) she gets stabbed to death by classic, and i was like i was like at this point i was like given how quickly galeona was killed i was like did did we just kill both female characters
1: in back to back chapters i (laughs) I felt the same way i was like no i and then here's the thing i'm so i was just like no 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 that's not that's not what went down we both know it we and i was just like no that's not what happened i refused to believe because yeah they 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 basically go all right she's dead now um and uh, Zazak finds out about Galeona's fate and has a nice, good, long laugh over that, um, which is, I really did expect some sort of showdown between the two of between them. Between
0: Zazak and Galliona.
1: Right, yeah. right, because they built up so much about the two of them being Bound to, to each, each other
0: or whatever. And it was like, so Galliona got killed and Zazak's realizing that Galeona is dead and nothing happened to him. He's like, oh, I could have killed her all this time. Like, right. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, we weren't actually bound
1: the way that I thought we were. Right. Right. Oh, yeah. That's hilarious, by the way. He's like, oh, so because he had no idea. He had no idea. He's like, oh, that's stupid. I wasted a lot of time. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Uh, So he has. But he he finds the humor in the situation. So that's nice. That's nice. Good for Uh, him. Good for Zazak. You know exactly Z- and zazax
0: and Yayap sitting and uh, have uh, having a picnic uh, together
1: two of the greatest two of the great the the, the 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 palindrome twins yeah uh, the I palindrome twins well they're not yeah yap isn't quite one but still yeah back off he uh he's an
0: honorary one so he's an
1: honorary one you know uh yeah so it's it, we get this really interesting moment where zazak starts ba- he starts basically talking to the armor uh, and the armor gestures like and basically is acknowledging the demon's presence, much to Nora's horror. Yeah. And Zazik says, hey, I know where the helmet is. Do you want to be whole? Do you want to <laughs> be a full set and get all of your synergistic abilities? Right. And the armor goes, uh, you bet. And and Zazek <laughs> goes, right this way, friend. And the armor literally just follows the, the, him The, the out. armor
0: makes a Scooby-Doo sound when... <laughs>
1: yeah! Just <laughs> score. Um,
0: um uh, Noric's <laughs> like, oh, I like Zoy's armor. Um <laughs> that's for Scott. That's, that that one was for Scott. That's for you, Scott. That
1: one's for Scott, buddy. Uh yeah, and 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 just and it's kind of hilarious because obviously we've had lots of moments where Noric hasn't been able to control the armor. That's kind of the whole point. But I think this is the most um, insulting because the, because it's the first time that the armor is being addressed like he's not in the room. Right. Like like he's he's just he's just secondary. Yeah. Uh, and and yeah. So it's so at this section ends with the armor basically following Zazek's. Uh, let's leaving all the Necromancer go to the behind. lobby.
0: And let, it's it's right. doing the let's all go to the lobby dance out of the room. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah,
1: he pulls out a little top and Just, wonderful. just, and they just leave Kara's body there. Um, yeah, uh, like uh, she ain't getting any livinger. But
0: she is I'm not dead yet. Um, no, and to quote Monty Python, uh, she got better. Uh- <laughs> yeah, exactly,
1: exactly. I got better. Um. I got better. <laughs> I feel happy. <laughs> um, Which is the the th- the main you know phrase of the rathma cultist yes uh, of course
0: um (laughs) so uh uh basically who should return but the two ghouls that she is bound to uh uh trist and uh uh, what's his name the vijeri faustian um yeah they come back and they're like oh shit
1: Um, yeah she's dying (laughs) oh this this is not good uh and this is this is the first because we we get all we're gonna get all the the closure
0: closure is this book does i'll give it this this book does wrap up mm -hmm. into a nice little package of of closure it's a nice little and nice little closure package
1: right right it's it's really nice and i will say this is the first bit of closure on one detail in the book that I actually, I was like, that's good. That was, that was a nice little twist because she's dying. She's on her way out and Faustian say to basically, uh, you know, you remember they made a pact with her, a life pact that anything that happens to her happens to uh, well, anything that happens to them happens to her. I don't know if it works both ways. Clearly it doesn't cause they're fine. Right. Um, So, but part of the life pact was them taking some of her life force which they release, they release the pact and basically it's basically they took like half of her HP away right, from right. her. Right, right.
0: So she's sitting at zero HP and right. she has just failed two death saving throws.
1: Right. She's gonna right.
0: fail a third when they they zip like one HP back into her. Um, exactly. And she doesn't have to make any more throws. <laughs> she, she stabilizes. She stabilizes. Yeah. Um, her wound heals um and but except her clothes are covered in the blood that was hers at that point um but she's right otherwise she's she's happy and living um
1: yeah she she seems
0: to be doing okay she's living she's not necessarily happy
1: yeah (laughs) she's no well yeah i don't know if anyone in this world is happy per se Uh, i imagine it's like it's like at this
0: point it's like pitch black in there for some reason (laughs) right
1: like there's just no light (laughs) i don't think you're wrong It doesn't look good in there. It's, it's, time has passed. But yeah, so we get a, we get a quick, uh, that we get another, uh, moment of getting people up to speed. Yeah. Uh, she, she's trying, she starts trying to pitch to the Revenants the idea of like, we can't, I know you want to kill Norik, but you shouldn't kill Norik because it's not his fault. He didn't mean to kill you guys. The, the armor's in charge. And they, they both go, yeah, we know. We were, we were, try, we were never trying to kill him. No, we oh. had nothing to do with it. No, we just we just wanted to get rid of this armor. Like that was what that it was. The only that was the only goal. And she's Which, like, you know,
0: "Oh, I'm a dummy." <laughs>
1: yeah, I feel like I feel like questions could have been asked. Yeah, uh, but I guess we're all friends now. Uh, she calls out to Horizon hoping that he's going to help her. Here's nothing. Nothing. And so the th- yeah. So the three of them. Oh, yeah. And they give her her sacred knife. Yeah, yeah. Right they, they
0: break the bond and they're like, you know what? You yeah. probably need this more than we do.
1: Yeah. This is going to be important. And they let her know this is going to be important against that demon thing. And, uh, you know,
0: the one that stabbed you. Yeah. The the, the stabby demon that stabbed you is uh, <laughs> you you're probably going to need this bad boy. Um, and basically because then the knife is like the thing where she it's the thing that she uses to to do most of her magic, I think. Right. So she's like, she has like one hand tied behind her back this entire time because she doesn't have her super Rathma
1: necromancer knife. Right. And now she's back to full power. Back to full power. She's leveled up. So the chapter ends with all of the, all three of them heading to Luke Lane where they're planning on dealing finally with uh, Bartuk's armor and with Norik himself.
0: Yep. Uh, in chapter 19, where we zip back outside of Luke lane, uh, to general malevolent and his soldiers are still, uh, on the attack. Um, but right.
1: now they, they kind of made a deal with the, the generals over there. They're like, look, we're going to keep attacking you. We're going to fuck you up. Uh, but we will hold back and we will not fully decimate your city. If you guys search for this the, man in the army. Yeah and 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 they
0: ain't found they have not found them yet um and so uh that basically the armor is gonna just like walk right up to him
1: right (laughs) Right. it's hilarious it's another really unintentionally hilarious moment because he's just standing there, he's just watching his demons like just chucking arrows and fire and shit <laughs> at the walls. And Zazak walks up. It's they make a point of saying it's broad daylight. Yeah, this giant praying mantis and a dude in bloody dude.
0: red armor. Um, right, and here he is. Zazak's like. This one
1: found it. <laughs> yeah. There you go. There you go. Oh, And, 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 and malevolent is just drooling right now. Yeah. Malevolent is he's full bad shit.
0: guy. Like, yeah. Getting, the, he's a bad guy and he's this close to his goal. You know, he's just right. about to cross the finish line. Um, and he, they, they're basically, and he does the, he, he monologues, he reveals. Oh,
1: oh God. Yes. What
0: the, what basically what is going on here? Like why yes. after all this time did was it Norik that the armor went on? And why is it Malevolent, that who has the helmet? Why is it why did all this work? And uh Malevolent yes. breaks it all down. Uh basically, uh Norik and Malevolen are uh, are relatives and they are ancestors of Bartuk. So they're both they're both uh, uh, long, long ancestors, several, several things removed from from Bartooth. But their blood, they're his, they're they're his blood nonetheless. So that's why he explains why. Oh, well, you know, there's there's all these dead bodies down there. Don't you think it's weird that you're like the first one like that the armor jumped onto. And, which
1: I have to admit, I hadn't thought. About. Yeah,
0: it was like <laughs> was a, really it was like point. that is a good point that like you have to imagine that somebody in the previous dead body groupings had at least like maybe put their hand on it or something and nothing happened. Right. Like tried to grab it that got pulled away by some other ghouls or whatever. Uh, and when when Norik touched it, it magically appeared on him um right so i think that's that's a good point that that ties up that little loose end of not that not a, that it was like a loose end that i was
1: actually thinking about actively um, <laughs> yeah yeah it, it, but it, yeah it it was it was one that i'd completely forgotten about by this time by this time but when they brought it up i was like oh, oh wow that's that actually does a really explain good point that okay yeah so now and Uh, By the way, on a side note here, this is the first moment in the book so far that I feel like I fully interpret how much of a dandy Malevolent is. (laughs) He comes off as very poncy, um, a very rich man kind of general, which I wasn't picking up on before. Very foppish. But this is the first. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's because he monologues like an old James Bond villain here. Do you expect me to talk? (laughs) <laughs> oh i expect you to give me the armor like, like it's that kind of it's it's that level of like here are my evil plans monologuing yes. and uh so yeah we 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 finally so Malevins like well time to time to get the armor off of you so he tries to cast one of the spells that he's been using before that like just drains you it's of like, your life force like
0: let's just get it over with doesn't work right Doesn't doesn't work at all. Nothing happens. Nothing. Um, And Zazak is like, well, maybe the armor thinks that you're attacking it. Maybe you need to just like you just need to kill Norik and just we'll deal with getting the armor off. Um, Right. And um, guess what? It's the armor (laughs) is not necessarily a fan of Malevolent's ideas.
1: (laughs) No, no. The armor. He goes to cut his head off and the armor defends itself. Like he brings out his, you know, shadow blade and right. the, the armor brings out his shadow blade and cling clang. We got a lightsaber uh, they fight. Just, exactly. We get out. We get our good old fashioned 17th century lightsaber fighting. Uh, <laughs> it's just, it's, uh, it's really weird. Cause I don't fully, I don't fully grasp why the armors fighting amongst itself. I my guess, and I they may have even mentioned this, but my guess is they want to see who's the most worthy who comes I out think, on top. Here. Yeah,
0: I think it is has something to do with like the will of like if Malevolent had the armor, it's less likely to be Bartuk like in control. Right. So and yeah. Bartuk likes being in control, and it knows it can do that with Norik
1: right okay I think
0: that's kind of the vibe there so it's like no we're gonna you're gonna give me the helmet we're not giving you the armor
1: Uh (laughs) (laughs) it's just easier really uh so Zazax is watching this fight go down and he's once again did you you ever hear of Zazax being nervous oh he is it 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 happened again it happened again Uh, he's a nervy little
0: demon boy
1: he is he is a very insecure demon. Very insecure uh, demon. For being a he massive. He may as well be a Disney villain. Yeah. He's just. For, or not even the full villain. He's like Iago. I was about to say, like, he's,
0: he's more like Iago. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> he, 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 he puts on a big show, and makes big. And now I'm noise.
0: reimagining Zazax as being voiced by Gilbert Gottfried. Um, And who would play Malevolent in this? Well, at this rate,
1: I want Jeremy Irons. Jer- Jeremy Irons. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want Jeremy Irons. I want another I want another uh Disney villain uh veteran who is not at all uh, uh afraid of hamming it up for a bad fantasy movie.
0: I just uh, I'm imagining him in uh in uh in Die Hard with a vengeance. Uh yeah. <laughs> like Luke Gelen is is being burned to the ground and he's standing there like holy toledo.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Looks like oh, somebody
0: had fun.
1: <laughs> God, he was that was just the extra hammy Jeremy Irons in that one. It was so good. He just uh, we will also take Malcolm McDowell in a pinch. Yes, wait, wait. we
0: will take Malcolm McDowell um, yes. or yes. or Terrence Stamp. Um, Ooh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Terrence, Stamp, Terrence
0: Stamp's still alive, right? Oh no! Now I have to find
1: out. No, I got it. It's, it's, he is alive. He's alive. All right. He's alive. Oh god, he'd be so good. Too. When you can't get yeah, Malcolm all, McDowell, come you go Terrence same, Stamp. Right. They they all come from the same school of creepy, weirdly aging guys. Yeah. Uh, that works out. Yeah. Yeah. So it works. Um. So, so, so while Iago, uh, is uh <laughs> sitting there, uh, getting all nervous, biting his he biting his nails he's thinking to himself basically belial is going to see him as a total fool if he's backed the wrong person he's starting to get nervous because he thought norik was just going to be a pushover right and if he looks stupid it might be the end of him and he thinks to himself that it's he needs to even the odds right which which probably means fighting dirty he's
0: he's he's fighting dirty he's gonna fight dirty um and uh the one of the other things that uh we see with norik's uh like norik is like watching the fight happen uh yeah. he's kind of backseat on this one um and he's just like oh damn the armor's kind of shitty it doesn't actually know how to fight um oh this is hilarious um, it's, it's too. Like, yeah this is he's great. like it's missing openings it's like it's like, you know, it's like, and it's basically, he's basically saying to the armor, he's like, you know, sword fighting has evolved a lot over the last thousand years. I don't think right. you know
1: as much as you think you know. <laughs> right. Even if you are fighting against yourself. Uh, yeah. And it's, it's, it's actually very clever because while Bartu might be a super powerful sorcerer, he isn't necessarily like the greatest swordsman He's not sword a great sword world. fighter. No. No. And he starts noticing actual moves that uh malevolent is using and he as a veteran of several wars and different campaigns recognizes what the uh you know the uh what do you call them retaliatory yeah moves would be right against them and he starts kind of shouting at the armor let me fight like let me do something here and he's working against it and fighting against it until eventually he does gain control
0: right the armor's like you're like all right see if you can do better you know um. <laughs> but if you die, it's on you. If you die, it's on you. I mean, I, I'm the, the armor is just moderately invested in, in winning this fight yeah. a, a, at any time. You'd be like, you know, whatever, man.
1: Uh. It, it is funny, isn't it? Every other time that the armor takes control, the armor is this unstoppable killing machine. And for this one, it does feel like the armor is kind of phoning it in. Yeah. It's just like, I guess, man, I, I win no matter what. So fuck it, you know, whatever. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but yeah, it, that is probably
0: one of my uh, my favorite uh, uh, moments in the book. Um, and then oh, it's hilarious! And then, yeah. and then and then the chapter ends with Zazak's being like, "Now, <laughs> right? Yeah, because Zazak's it looks like yeah, it looks like uh, Norick is about to win. Um, yeah, uh, and then we kind of we we leave on a cliffhanger." And basically we cut over to Kara just like she is now outside on the dune and she's like, ooh, ooh, this is a lot of bad yeah, shit this,
1: happening out this here is A lot a lot is going <laughs> There's on. There's a lot of things happening here. <laughs> yeah, this is this is but but first things first, uh so she she basically runs up just as Azex is about to bring his horrible claws down on North. She, she runs stabs up and stabs the him.
0: shit out of him and stabs that, the shit out did, of him. She buries the dagger in him. And now that the dagger is in him, she can like cast all sorts of hurdy spells at him and uh, he is not loving it.
1: <laughs> no, no, he is. He is not doing great. They just start having a fight back and forth. And then she essentially casts uh what turns out to be a fear spell yeah. on him.
0: And he, because he starts seeing angels everywhere.
1: <laughs> exactly. Cause there's, if there's one thing that we are absolutely certain that Zaz hates it's angels. And, uh, and he just fucking beats feet and gets out of there. Um, and, and Kara kind of reads all of our minds at this moment where she's like, well, that's not exactly a satisfying end to him. No, I'd much rather it be a little more permanent, but we'll take what we can get. But
0: Zazak's basically Hunter S. Thompson's and says we were just out of Barstow. Right, right. He's gone. When, when the, when the drugs began to take hold and he starts seeing. Right.
1: He's, he's, he's seeing, seeing angels he's seeing everywhere. seeing flying creatures everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And he just runs. (laughs) Jesus, what are these goddamn animals? And he just, and he's gone. He's gone. Because who hasn't imagined the Dr. Hunter S. Thompson as a giant praying mantis? Who among us, I ask you? Uh, Who amongst us? uh, And that person
0: (laughs) may cast the first stone or something. Cast
1: the first fear spell. Cast the first Uh, fear spell. (laughs) So Kara has this moment, though, where she realizes she starts watching Norik. And malevolent fighting, and she realizes like, that oh, whoever I gotta wins, kill she's either probably or, gonna Yeah, I'm gonna probably have to kill somebody. <laughs> she's not, thrilled. she's like, um, she has
0: to hype herself up.
1: <laughs> oh, <it's> like, <laughs> she's like, okay, murder, gotta, her. gotta murder somebody. Uh um, gotta murder someone. So, malevolent is spouting more of his magic eugenics. <laughs> uh, it's essentially what yes. it is like, he's like. We're part of the same bloodline, but my blood is thicker than your blood. I have the better blood. Clearly. Right. Right. You know, he's, he's, he's part of the one drop theory there. And, and he's just, he's spouting off like that. And, and he starts to try to tear off Norik's face yeah, because he's losing the, and you know how it is. The moment someone starts to lose a fight, they immediately, Try to tear off somebody's face. Yeah. It's it's that old chestnut. Right, that old chestnut. That old chestnut. Um, that old chestnut.
0: Um, uh, so so uh, at one point, Malevolin tries to just like I'm gonna just go for it, and he takes a big old swing, and 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 Nork is disarmed until he remembers that the sword is magic, and right. <laughs> he warlord he warlocks the the sword out of thin air just as Malevolent is charging, and whoopsie daisy. The he has he has successfully stabbed a killing blow, uh, malevolent right in the chest with a you know, right. this big old magic sword.
1: It it is kind of hilarious. He's it's, like, oh shit, It's, it's like, not kind of, It's really hilarious because it's like all he's been fighting with are these magical swords that are appearing out of thin air. Right. And he and he and he, I guess I a, mean I guess a a while, while he thought he was
0: yeah for a while he's like I'm disarmed and be like no you can put. Pull- <laughs> you pull a sword out of thin air man
1: <laughs> it's 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 your ults just fucking do it just do and
0: it. just fire your yeah. ults
1: <laughs> and he does and he wins and he and he takes the helmet and he puts it we on. get a lot of bartuk in his head yeah you know? we get a
0: lot of bartuk and blood and
1: and um, uh, he he cuts off general Malevolent's head yep.
0: uh, like you oughta. like you oughta, just to like you oughta. just to to clear just to tie up that loose ends, because the, sure. the 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 stabbing of the heart wasn't enough. You got to no,
1: <laughs> no. The
0: that wasn't um, yeah. So we got a lot of we got a lot of Vigo the Carpathian bullshit for the oh, next couple of pages. Super Vigo. Um, Absolutely.
1: Uh, <laughs> I mean, we've been getting that from Bartuk since yeah, the beginning. But, very, uh, very, uh,
0: yeah, but on a on a mountain of bones, on a throne <laughs> of blood.
1: Right, <laughs> and 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 he takes it that extra Vigo step forward when Kara approaches and he start, and now it's Bartuk's turn to check out. Kara yeah. She's like, oh, everyone she is, needs to check her out. She's hot. <laughs> she's hot. And she, and when she, he's, you know, she's and hot. It starts out. okay. She's hot,
0: but doesn't know it.
1: Right. Right. And she clearly does it clearly. Uh, and, and he, it starts out. Okay. Because he's like, he's like, okay, how can I use her? What can I, you know, what, what, what is this, this girl, Could be a wonderful pawn how do i use And you're like okay that is probably how that guy would think yeah uh everyone he met and then he starts going she isn't unattractive however she could be maybe she could be one of my whores yeah
0: she could be my (laughs) consort if you know what what i mean
1: and it's just like like this poor fucking woman
0: could she go can she go one interaction without somebody saying hey you're hot pretty hot but you you don't know it i'm telling you this for the first time and
1: you've never heard you've never heard this before have you you? well she's like the other side of the coin from Galliona, where Galliona wants to seduce people but isn't very good at it and then kara who seduces people constantly but doesn't want to you know right it's it's just she doesn't it's a mess she doesn't
0: want to (laughs) deal with it um she doesn't yeah uh, so she so tries, he's she's trying to like, put the she's like off. trying to and she's also trying to talk like trying to one last dish yeah. effort of like like hey like fight it you know let's let's you're right. Norik you don't have to um, you don't have to and then she, he uses sand magic because I guess he has sand magic to bind to is. bind yeah. her to the uh, the dune with sand
1: yeah he just he shoves her in the dune uh and uh, he's basically completely under Bartuk's spell at this point and puts on uh the helmet. And uh let's see. Our buddies, oh, show yes. up. and then we get Yeah, and then the the revenants uh get ready. Oh well we do it's kind of a cool moment. Yeah, she's she's trying to she tries to talk him out of it and reminds him of his friends uh and uh, you know, basically how many more people would be killed. He gets one last little moment of humanity, and then he sees that she's got that knife in her hands and interprets she it as grab- correctly. By the yeah. way, you're you're gonna try and kill me, yeah? Uh, which she was, yeah. So uh,
0: it's like let's wrap, let's uh, let's wrap her up in in some sand rope, um, right? And right. Yes. he's like, Haha, is- I am victorious, and then uh, right. uh, Satan and, Faust- and Faustin show up, and that yes. breaks that kind of breaks the the Bartukness. And he's like, Oh shit. I am so sorry guys. I oh, yeah, didn't yeah. mean to murder you. And they're like, we forgive you. And then <laughs> I think it's Satan. And now we're going to rip your <laughs> and armor Saden off. And then Satan goes yoink
1: and takes the helmet. <laughs> right. Takes the helmet. It just, and, and, and just, and then he, the armor blasts them away. He's struggling, he's fighting. And finally he gets up his, 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 his power meter is full and he manages to rip off one of the gauntlets and uh and then while he now you remember he's always been he's been casting a lot of spells but the words have been coming out of him uh without his say so but he starts to use Bartuk's memories which are of course in his head to cast a spell of his own right um and across town uh, across town, about a hundred feet away. Uh, <laughs> meanwhile, <laughs> at the
0: gate uh, yeah, inside of Luke Gulane, um, all of the uh, the the people, all of the uh, the the soldiers who are being inhabited by demons, um, right. that spell uh, breaks, and the demons start like gorily ripping out of the the soldiers' bodies and yep. then dying because they don't they can't like stay on the mortal plane so it's just the, this this body horror moment of these soldiers just great. like <laughs> disintegrating in piles of blood and demon viscera yep. and there's this one point where it says one of the luke gillane soldiers throws up <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, you're like, yeah, fair Just enough. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. That's that's yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's it's yeah, it's a really horrifying moment. It's pretty great. Oh, uh, it's like the messiest exorcism ever. Yeah, with no less vomit Yeah,
0: yeah it's 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 pretty gross. Um, it's pretty gross. The- <laughs> um, so and now, uh, uh, Kara is is totally. She's broken out of the the sand ropes. Yes, um, and she is trying again to to talk him out of like like you can do it. You can you can get the rest of this armor off. Um, yeah, let's let's. And she's like, no, you gotta you gotta kill me. Go straight for the neck. Just just kill me. Yeah. Let's let's. Get it done, and then a Deus ex fucking machina, <laughs> Jesus ex machina, Jesus ex machina. Up. Uh, Horizon. Uh, the old man mm-hmm. is like, uh, basically is like doo doo doo, and just uh, like the armor's off. He like he he's yeah. able to he's able to get the armor off. Um he talks the armor into like he, he basically like talks the armor into taking itself off or something like that
1: right because he's yeah, like you know what our time is our time is
0: over you know right buddy come on come home come home brother yeah. um
1: and it's an interesting moment because he's like my powers negate your powers your powers negate my powers let's just be let's just call the whole white. thing off right exactly you <laughs> exactly. Know?
0: let's just let's just wrap it up and um yeah so now,
1: all right did you understand this part any better than i did i think you know what i'm talking about because you were talking before yeah. about the man we call or yes the
0: man we call horizon so basically horizon was never the man right horizon was the building that they yeah. were in the arcane sanctum. the arcane sanctum was horizon horizon okay. explains okay. that at one point he was down there and he was building this arcane sanctum and then he's like, "This sucks. I'm just gonna become the Arcane Sanctum," and he does. Um,
1: I think we've all been, we've all
0: been there, as you do. Yeah. Um.
1: So, and the but the homeless guy, if you will, they, they the crazy old man was just some wizard who got caught down yeah, there. Yeah, some wizard who was just like him.
0: wandering around, and um, yeah, they they he is he loses his mind down in the arcane sanctum and horizon feels bad about it so they're like oh I'll just let this guy hang out here and do stuff for me you know run out for groceries and shit um literally <laughs> yeah literally um so now uh horizon possesses the the wizard man and that's how all this scene is happening right now
1: Right. Okay. The okay. Res- I did. Yeah. All right.
0: I'm just glad I had it right. I just. Yeah, you had it right. <laughs> now with the resolution of what happens, like the armor, the armor gets sucked down into the sand or or whatever. Yep. Um. And the old man who horizon possessed turns
1: to dust. <laughs> right. He just. Oh, you understand that it was fucked up that you possessed my body and soul for so long. Do you? Are you gonna give me a new life where I'm gonna get to go out and and find my own destiny and maybe study magic again. And oh, no, none of that. You're just, you're worm food. You're worm food. You're not even worm food. You're (laughs) just sand.
0: You are sand, it is over. And it's like, the way it's kind of written is kind of grotesque because it's like, the last thing Nork sees is like a pair of eyes in the sand. And then they turn to sand.
1: And it's like, for For a moment there, there was a pillar of sand and a pair of eyeballs sitting inside of it for just one moment.
0: So now we have uh uh just as a checklist Malevolin, uh okay. malevolent's dead. Galliona's dead. dead. Uh Bartook's armor is gone. Uh gone. Horizon is gone. Horizon's gone. Um uh, uh Zazax is MIA. Yeah, uh, yeah. After that's at, uh, for now. Uh, who do we yeah, who enough. do we have to 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 wrap up? Oh, we got we get we need picture wrap on Sad Satan and Faustin. Mm-hmm. Um yep. who are like oh uh, who explained like oh Kara, By the way, it wasn't you that resurrected us. Uh, right, it was like it was him, and they're like him who, and it was like it, it's like oh Zazak's actual fears come to life. It's like an actual fucking angel resurrected an actual angel
1: <laughs> it it is the most it is the most like fucking it's like this quick moment from one of those christian paperbacks you see at the walmart like yeah. like is there really a heaven yes an angel brought me back to brought, life yeah to help fight back against my friend who was taken over by the devil by the
0: devil because they were playing dungeons and dragons
1: <laughs> it was mazes and monsters down it was there mazes
0: and monsters. Um, so <laughs> the angel just Jesus is Satan and Faustin right up to heaven. Just yeah. just just does the, the Jesus and the Mary. They both got pulled right up to heaven. Uh, read yep. your Bible, folks. That's what happens. They yep. don't die. Uh, Mary, Mary didn't. Mary never died. Fun fact. Mary never died. Nope. She was just nope. pulled right up i heard that i heard that from a guy you heard that from a guy
1: i heard that from a guy
0: a guy named jesus a guy named jesus
1: <laughs> thank you
0: uh yeah. so anyway, the revenants so. That's picture app on the revenants the revenants are like oh yeah, an they angel, just disappear. an angel told us to do it he's here now he's our ride
1: <laughs> and before kara and norik can so much as utter the words what the fuck they're gone they're gone and they're left alone uh they're the like, they got
0: Malevolent's dead body. They got like thousands of Malevolent soldiers, like, dead and rotting out in the desert sand. They're just standing there <laughs> on the sand dune, and everybody is gone. It is just Kara yep. and Norik. And uh, Kara is like, and this, no, we are not being brief. This is how the book wraps up.
1: It is truly... It is like a madcap
0: ending of of things yes. just wrapping up. Um, yes. Uh, uh, and basically, Kara's like, well, uh, I'm going to hang out in Luke Galane a little while and see if they need any help rebuilding. And Norik's like, can I come with you? And she's like, sure. And they... The end. They walk off into the sunset.
1: They go... And, yeah, and we... <laughs> God damn it. We get one more fucking, like... Oh, she's pretty cute. Like, and and she, and finally, she's like. Uh, you get the impression that she's like. He is also very. Is handsome. also
0: handsome, which I thought Norick was like a dude in his fifties.
1: So uh, that's how <laughs> I took it too, because like they they emphasized that he was a veteran, yeah. which I know you don't have to be in your fifties to be better but, uh, uh, but like he spent his whole, the way
0: he's written, I thought he was like an old veteran, like yeah. he's just been fighting uh, yeah. forever, and um. And Kara's like twenty.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It felt weird. It it was it was just a weird kind of. But, all right, fine, whatever. Weird vibe. <laughs> you know, it's just like okay, great. They're gonna have babies, I guess. They're gonna whatever. go have babies,
0: and then we get a nice yeah. little send off, little little epilogue, uh, where Zazax is running through the desert. He's like, ah. Yep. Um, and uh he's still thinking he's seeing angels but then something starts talking to him he's like, well the well the hallucinations never actually talk to me so somebody's talking to me and then right this is real this is real and then uh he's like trying to figure out like this all this happens right before this zazax is trying to figure out like okay how can he save his hide with Belial mm-hmm. like, Well, I can get some of the demons that that did manage to live from that spell and I can send them back down. That should make Blyle a little happy because he sent me so many demons uh, and he he sent me a lot. He sent me a lot of demons and they're all dead now. (laughs) So I don't know. So he's like trying to figure out how to curry favor back with Blyle. It's like he
1: wrecked his dad's car and he's like, I got to find a way to, you know, buff these dents out and then dad won't kill me. Yeah.
0: And while he's thinking about that, something somebody starts talking to him and uh it starts like insulting him like i should have yeah. i recognized you you anywhere and uh uh you zazax is like huh that's and then you just see like diab and um and basically uh he's dead
1: yeah yeah we get we get we get the the cut off he starts to cry out the name diablo and then we He's, dead. He's,
0: he's, dead. Very he's very dead. much a dead demon uh, because dead. diablo one of the primordial evils is free and uh is free. not a fan and of you're... zazax
1: apparently <laughs> no and and you know what i don't blame him zazax felt like he felt like a, a a more of a power rangers villain yeah uh than anything else just ultimately very cowardly and kind of stupid yeah cowardly so, stupid. yeah you get Get rid of that guy. Get rid of that guy. If, if he can be taken out by a bunch of fucking teenagers with dinosaur blades, then, then honestly, then I, don't, don't let, I him wish that army.
0: that's how he was killed.
1: I would kill if, for that. If vote, that was the if, Diablo power, Rangers if, if
0: he was like wandering through the streets of Luke Galane, just like eating rats right. to try to heal himself or something like that. And just like right. some, some teenagers just beat him and stole his, his sneakers or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would have been, uh, the, the most appropriate way for, for it
1: would be, there would be a way more, it, it would have been the, the, the fate that Zaz deserves. Let's face facts. That's just, he deserves that just to get beaten to shit and back. You're not even killed, just beaten up and humiliated by a bunch of 14 year olds that should be in school. Right. Uh, that, that would be better. But that's the ending we got anyway, and, and, and that's the end of Diablo Legacy of and Blood. That's the end of Diablo Legacy of Blood. So um
0: vibe check on this. Uh yes. Yeah, uh, what are you how are you feeling about this book, buddy?
1: Okay. <laughs> um I I I have a lot of feelings because on one hand, this book had moments in it. That were unlike anything we have had in other books we've read so far you've got who could forget the pig demons from hell literally crawling out of the crust of the earth to bring him dead lizards and squirrels and shit to yep. eat. um the demon work is really fun the, there are these really interesting moments uh within this and even a few tied up ends like the ones we mentioned that have that work really really well but but i uh we we challenged this book to make all of the setup all of the building blocks being set up uh worth it in the end and i don't think it fully uh pulled it off no um and on top of that the tone is kind of weird like it's interesting because this book is not based on any moment in Diablo. No, it's it not. Is set it's set in the world. It's
0: set Diablo. in the immediate aftermath of Diablo one.
1: Right. And that can be a lot of fun. Yeah. As we have seen before, when the author is given free reign to just play in a world, Um, you know, like like John Shirley, for example, with, uh, you know, and and uh, any number and deets and and the people, when they are the best parts are always the parts that they are just playing with it. They make whole cloth instead of having just to adapt one dungeon after another or one level after right. another. Um, there, But there were moments in this that I wasn't sure how true to the world it was. Yeah, uh, Diablo is like Blizzard's edgelord franchise. Right. It's very bleak. It's very dark. It's very grim. And, and I know we keep harping on it, but I can't get it at it. The whole, like, Kara needs a boyfriend thing was driving me crazy. Yeah, it (laughs) was. It was
0: like it like maybe once or twice, maybe once one. It it can happen once where and and maybe just as a a method of demonstrating uh, her agency as opposed to like she doesn't need a fucking man, you know? Right. Um,
1: right. Or if, or if we had her with a character where a relationship, even of the romantic stripe built up over oh, time, yes. fine. Okay. But we Ended this book with this random kind of thing where you can tell that they're kind of sweet on each other. Yeah. And I don't know who that's for. I don't know. And I don't know. These characters
0: literally just met each other. This is her first time right. really meeting Norik. Right. without like the cloud of um without the cloud of and as an audience we don't know a whole lot about norik um outside of the armor we know some yeah. things but it's like
1: uh i don't know uh, we had we had lots of moments where we could have fleshed him out a little bit more yeah. even if it meant sacrificing some of these some of the characters. I Galliona ended up being kind of unnecessary. Yeah. Um even even to the point with it, like her her ties to Malevolent kind of went nowhere. And then her tie to Zash just went nowhere. It was just like basically
0: out. thrown out at the end of the book.
1: Right. It was like, oh yeah, there was no need. They their their the their connection didn't mean anything. It was fine. And it was just why is that necessary? Um There are a lot of wonderful moments. I'm not going to shit on this book, you know, but yeah, it I don't know. There was some a lot of stuff in here that it just the theme felt a little off. The tone felt a little off. And and there was just there was a lot of there were too many. uh, Whereas we've had lots of books where there was so much padding and unnecessary additions. This had too much skeleton. You were making a human with nine arms. It was like, (laughs) we don't need that many arms. in
0: true Diablo fashion this. it had too right. much skeleton
1: <laughs> right <laughs> I mean what about you is
0: that, that no that's, basically that, where you that's feel... pretty much where I land on it um I think like in terms of uh descriptiveness uh setting a scene um for the most part really good um mm-hmm. there it gets a little loosey-goosey at the end with describing and Letting the reader understand what the fuck is actually happening, especially when yeah. it get to the art when you get to the arcane sanctum stuff. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, that one was very obtuse. It was very obtuse. Um, yeah. Overall, it's it's like and and at the end of uh, at the end of this year, we'll probably do another you know discussion about where we we kind of slot everything. Um. Yeah, this is this is probably forever going to live in the mid pack um, where yeah. The, yeah. The, 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 you know, the quality and the style of the writing is fine. But the the yeah. theme, the characters, the characterization, it all felt a little like. Eh. Um, it's, yeah, for 75 percent, you're like, this is really cool. And then 25 yeah. percent, you're like. Uh, kind of ruined the other seventy five percent, didn't it?
1: <laughs> yeah, Knack is very good at moments. These these yes. interesting scenes, these set the pieces, moments the moments are great. The... Yeah, yeah, and but it it just for whatever reason, you know, this particular piece, those moments just didn't hang together all that
0: well. No, no,
1: no. So I yeah, I, I think it's got a lot of interesting meat. Uh, but a nine armed skeleton. A lot of interesting
0: meat, but with. not enough meat on too many bones.
1: Right, right. We 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 get these wonderful little nuggets in 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 the in the different. But you really lines. gotta like
0: fish that meat out in between like a couple of ribs or whatever, and it's like right. You catch your finger on it, and it's like uh right. it's like a, it's like you order a whole chicken from Boston Market, but. Yeah. For some reason there's like half of the meat is missing.
1: Right. <laughs> and the meat that's there is really tasty good. Tasty meat.
0: I just I just wanted a whole I chicken. I just wanted back. a whole chicken tonight and I did not yeah. get it.
1: Yeah. And you and you forgot the mashed potatoes. And
0: you forgot you ordered the mashed potatoes. You ordered the <laughs> mashed ordered. potatoes. I ordered uh, those. And the delivery and person did not give you the mashed I- potatoes.
1: And I think you knew that I wanted mashed potatoes because you included a little cup. Of the gravy. mashed
0: potatoes were actually the the reason you made the order in the first place.
1: It's all I wanted. It's but all you wanted. You can't do you can't that. Just order mashed potatoes. I'm not going to spend twenty dollars. Yeah, I I can't. You can't just order that. I'm not going to spend like the fee and tipping the guy and stuff. And that that's twenty five dollars mashed potatoes. That's stupid. I'm not doing that. So I'm getting the chicken.
0: But then I, all I get is 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 half chicken and and then no right. mashed potatoes and my night is ruined.
1: I'm really hungry. So
0: that's my <laughs> letterbox review of Diablo.
1: That's pretty much legacy how Legacy of that's, that's pretty much how it all went down. <laughs> I think I think I think those of you who read along with us will will recognize, we'll recognize uh, it. Yeah, that that's our it. thoroughly thought out metaphor here. It's
0: it is a <laughs> uh, it is a pitch perfect metaphor. Um,
1: Absolutely. There's never been a better one.
0: So uh, we coming up next. Um, we
1: we're just oh, talking man, about we this. Some fun for you. Next. Yeah, we got
0: some fun for you next. Coming up next, we have our interview with John Shirley, the author yeah. of uh, Bioshock Rapture. He joined us to talk about Bioshock Rapture, the stuff he's doing now, all that fun stuff, and and the Crow as well. Because if you didn't know it, he is the the co-script writer of of the Crow. Yes, that the dude's had background. a fucking hell he has of a had a career. he has had a career and it's a really interesting chat. Yeah. So uh look forward to that. Um And then after that, we got uh what we got. We got Mortal Kombat coming up starting after the interview combat. with John Shirley. We got Mortal Kombat. So. Oh, boy,
1: it's been a really interesting year already. Kevin. Yeah,
0: we've had some really <laughs> interesting books in this lineup and uh we're just getting started. It's we're not even halfway through the year yet.
1: Um, Oh, I know it's beautiful. It's a beautiful
0: thing. Uh, but that'll do it for tonight's episode. Uh, if you could do us a solid, uh, go on twitter.com, uh, which Elon Musk owns 10% of now.
1: I don't want to talk. I don't about
0: it. want to talk about it either. Um, but <laughs> you can find us on twitter.com, uh, at pixel pod. Go ahead and follow us there. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at pixelitpod. uh, go and rate us five stars on your podcast Please. platform of choice uh you can do that on spotify you can do that on apple you can also do that on audible i don't know if there's any i haven't looked that deep into the stats oh shit i didn't even think I about don't that. don't know if there's any anyone listening to us on audible but you can listen to podcasts on audible you you can so we're there we're there we're on yeah we're on audible too because why not i
1: i because because we want you to be able to find us everywhere Wherever you are wherever find podcasts even if you're one of the weirdos who listens to podcasts on Audible yeah wherever find podcasts
0: are sold you can find us there um, and uh, if if the platform supports us if supports it uh, write us a little review and maybe we'll read it on the show um, absolutely that will do, do it do. for tonight's episode have a good night everyone
1: bye.